Gentlemen, get your drinks ready. It's time to astonish them. Welcome to the Astonishing Alcoholics, where we talk about what comics are hot this week over one, two, or quite possibly 20 drinks. You have a Superman shirt on? I sure do. I just want to check. <laughs> the beautiful well, child of incest. Baby. Yeah, the beautiful child. You know how disturbed I was when I saw that? I was like, <laughs> messed up. I was like, this dude is going in. Like, <laughs> like, we got a test. We got a test. Let me close out the porn. <laughs> Tap the table. Me too. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> that'll be a marker. <laughs> <laughs> it's corked in the right spot, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> I call it a butt plug. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. We haven't started, so we can't have lost our PG-13 rate. <laughs> god damn it. None of this makes it to air. Huh? None of this makes it to air. Why? Because we got to keep our PG-13 rating for at least two minutes. Since when? <laughs> Okay. You don't drink this brandy, it's quite strong. Please, <laughs> <laughs> God, tell me you're recording. <laughs> we are here again doing a little podcast yeah. about comics. We got a special guest. Is it? Is it you? No, it's Link. Is it you? No, no, that's all right. Quite possibly the gentleman across from me. Is it you, Joseph? Yes, it is. Should I put on my Barry White smooth voice? I mean, if you, oh, want, if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. We've had one or two people Careful come listener. in and really seduce us. So <laughs> let me, clear my, throat. Let me clear my throat and get it right. I'm so excited. Hey, you're, you're getting excited? No. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to reach Did out you to the audience. Did became hey. uniquely unbalanced? Hey, hey ladies. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That caught uh, my attention. Do I need to introduce myself or just say... Uh. Just, uh, well, we know your name's Joseph. We know yeah, that's, that's, that's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> how about uh, top three favorite comic book heroes? Yeah, just, uh, just that. And then we'll get into more. Oh, From man. the hip. We won't hold you to it. First three. Week, first I've, week I've heard the mind. podcast before because, you know, gun to the head. Here yeah, comes that. three, uh, <laughs> two, one. Top three favorite heroes. Top three favorite heroes. Do I need to go three, two, one? Or? No, I just did it already. Yeah, he just counted three, two, one. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying like you said, number top three. three. Number three. Number three. You hold me to it. Number three. But Ooh. I will judge you. <laughs> number three. Green Lantern. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. John Stewart Green Lantern. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Right. Number yeah. two. One of our, number one of our two. favorite black heroes. Number two. Oh. You're going to notice a bias here. The Batman. Ooh. Okay. The All detective right. of Batman. Like the action Batman I'm cool with, but detective the, Batman. the detective, the okay. investigating, the ten steps ahead of everyone Batman is the definitive Batman to me. Okay. Hell All right. And number one. Number, number one is actually the reason why I'm here because I know this is astonishing alcoholics and yeah. I know drinking is your thing, but yeah. I'm here to conduct an intervention because Superman is the greatest oh, hero. This guy can stand. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. This guy can stay. I have a bone to pick. Oh my with god! Oh, it's so, it's so shocking that you picked Emma Frost, who is also my. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just cut that other part. Yeah, yeah. Emma Frost. Well, it's great that you also picked yeah. Wolverine. Emma was right. Emma was right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Superman. Superman. There's a reason why Superman is the granddaddy, and I can go on and on and on, but I know you guys have a show to do, so yeah, I'm gonna like spare, I'm gonna right, save we'll just time. edit it out in post. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it in post, which we never do. <laughs> well, 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 well. Oh man. Well, Joseph, thanks you for joining us. Yes. We're sorry. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm proud to be here because I I, I think I'm I've heard the podcast before. I think I'm the first creator that you guys yes. have ever had. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the that's same that's assumption. Yeah, 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 assumption. Because yeah. Scott Snyder hasn't come yet. Right? We've attempted. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's next week. He's, 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 he's next week. He's actually okay, locked cool. in the well, so right <laughs> <laughs> We've just got to break his spirits before we can make him want to play. You're like, more court of owls. More. Next week. to the mark. Dear God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that you guys had me on here. You know, yeah. I know oh, it's a little weird. Yeah, we we're, discussed we're really that it's a little weird that I'm on here given the topic of my book. But well, you're you a know, professional. That's why. I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah, 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 certainly not. You're a respected <laughs> individual. That's really why we were shocked you wanted to be here. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm very excited to be here. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're glad to have you. What? Yeah. what the heck's in my glass? You know what else we're glad to have? Oh, the contents of these glasses. Mario, right, yeah. tell us what's Let going me, on. Well, actually, you would know better than I because you bought it for Link for his birthday. But <laughs> uh, in case you forgot, his fortieth birthday. Yeah, his 40th birthday. <laughs> in the interest of healthy living, God, that means I'm like hundred. <laughs> we are chasing the dragon. Yeah, we are drinking five star brandy from Ico Importers Incorporated. Wow, uh, it is in a dragon shaped glass. It's delightful. Photos to come on our Instagram. Yeah, we'll post the photos. <laughs> but the uh, the bottle opening isn't in the most convenient spot, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it like his tail? Well, it's, some would say his tail. That's what, what I that? said. For the interest of our rating, I'll say his buttocks. Okay. <laughs> well, we already have you on mic saying that the cork is a butt. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, it's, and it's not getting edited out. That's there. Well, there you go. So we're drinking out of the dragon's asshole today. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and there was a rating. There you go. There goes the rating. However, however, Joseph. Uh, his drink of choice tonight. Yes, I am drinking it. some sherry, Ooh. Harvey's to be specific. I am a newly found Fraser fan because obviously I love writing and the writing on that show is fantastic. Timeless. But really, I mean, to let you guys know, the reason why I, I fell in love with Sherry because I've been drinking it even before, before Fraser, um, is that uh, this is going to make me sound real uh, uh, pretentious. But <laughs> well, you watch Fraser. I'm, so I'm going to use <laughs> right, 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 right. so I'm going to use my pretentious voice right now. My wife and I absconded to No, nah, I'm just kidding. My wife and I we went to a vineyard down in Orlando, Florida, and I actually fell in love with with wine, not in a way of an obsessed kind of way, but just like <laughs> in a weird kind of way. Not in a weird kind of way. But just like, we're just dating. No, I mean, we. I just really, really enjoyed it. Learned a lot about it, and um, I realized that dessert wine is really tasty. And so, yeah, yeah. you know, and also there are some health benefits to red wine. To Ooh, keep on top, it, don't keep on brand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, once yeah. I fell in love with sherry, I was just like, you know what? I, if I'm gonna come out here and drink, I'm gonna ask to have some sherry because it's nice, it's cool, it's easy, and it's something to keep me relaxed, unlike any other kind of liquor that you guys usually have on here. There are also uh, <laughs> health benefits to. 
Black tar Mexican heroin. Wait, what? That's not true. I didn't finish the last episode, so wait. Oh, wait, what? You don't want to see Save that one. Save okay. that one. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm Maybe delete that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we'll see how it comes out in the headphones. Now we've gotten through... What's our email address, Aria? Get us in Well, as usual, if you guys have any drink suggestions, or special topic ideas. Please. We'd love to hear them. This so one guy keeps sending them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to have his cage right soon. We can't keep drinking out of animals. <laughs> yeah, we, we get one every week from what must be a different personality from the same dude. But uh, <laughs> you can not confirm different allegedly, email allegedly, accounts. Allegedly, allegedly. Just different email uh, accounts every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can send your emails uh, with those suggestions to astonishingalcoholics at gmail.com. Boom. <laughs> All right, get this Boom, show. Get this thing on the road. Yeah, well, our bodies are our temples, and uh, we worship at their altars. My glasses are off. I'm ready for the first segment. Oh, <laughs> wow. we better get into it. I've never seen Woo! you take your glasses off. Yeah, I'm ready. You feel more powerful? I'm gonna drink Holy this, shit, he's uh, Superman. A little of this brand. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. Well, I'm going to roll down the list, and now that I know your glasses are off, okay, I'm let's just going to start go. making up names, and I know you can't fact check <laughs> I cannot. You also have the list that I was using. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll bring in Marvel, Andrew, Amazing Spider-Man number 25. Duh, pull, pull, pull. <laughs> Black Panther, World of Wakanda. It has not been good. Uh, disappointing. <laughs> I, I want it to be good, but pass right now. Yeah. Captain America, Sam Wilson. Uh, also pass. It's not the Hill Hydra version. <laughs> Daredevil. Uh, pass. Deadpool. The uh, Duck. Oh! <laughs> pass. Great Lakes Avengers. There's a great song by the Kirby Crackle called Great Lakes Avengers. I think it really sums up my feelings on them. I would, uh, I would pass. The would chorus pass just goes pass, I, pass, I would pass, actually pass, pass. listen to the song to find out whether yeah. you pull or pass. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Pass. Mighty Thor. Ooh, pass. <laughs> Monsters Unleashed. Jeez. Number man. five. Pass, pass. Standalone Who let it go pass, pass, pass. five <laughs> issues? It you thought I'd be about Night of the Monster Man? Are you fucking kidding me? That was bad, though. Miss Marvel. Pull. Patsy Walker, a.k.a. Hellcat. Pass. Punisher. Ah, uh, pass. Spider-Man. Just normal Spider-Man? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, pass, pass. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars. Poe Dameron. No, oh, my favorite <laughs> Poe Dameron. It was a pass until I heard that. It's still a pass. My old pal. Star Lord. Pass. Totally awesome Hulk. Uh, pass. <laughs> Uncanny Avengers. Uh, pass. Uncanny X Men. I almost pulled it, but I didn't. So I guess I have to say pass. But I almost picked it up. Okay. Is it still technically a, a tie-in? For Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I, unless it's unless it's the the relaunch with X Men Blue and Gold, like until that happens, you're not pulling it. I'm not X-Men, pulling yeah. it. But yeah, yeah. Once that happens, I'll pull. All right. Uh, U.S. Avengers. Pass. Venom number five. Pass. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. It wasn't well, absolutely it was nothing from no. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, was, we were expecting a week, uh, a slow week. The uh, the only thing that I haven't like, I pulled just Spider Man basically. So yeah, yeah. and then okay. Miss Marvel was pretty okay. It was it was like uh, other than Spider Man down week for hey, Marvel. Your time is up, all right? No, it's yeah. not. Put your yeah. Pass. <laughs> Take it easy. Let's bring it to uh, let's bring it to Ari to see how DC. Stacks oh, sorry. Up. Whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> just put that in at the yeah, front. Yeah, put it in the front. We didn't need it again. DC. All-Star Batman. As always, pull. Aquaman. Pull. Batman. Definitely pull. Bat. 
woman. Now, I know your feelings on women. But well, yeah, <laughs> I just want to know what you say. It's number it one. Very good. So. Pull it. Really? Oh, I heard it was God. very bad. <laughs> you, it says DC in front, so you just assumed it was bad. <laughs> Oh, burn. <laughs> Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. I'm yeah, not even going to wait for you because I know you're yeah. going to pull it. We're going to go to <laughs> DC <laughs> Comics. Pass on that. DC Comics bombshells. Uh, pass. Jesus. Green Arrow. Pull. Yep. He's gonna he's gonna pull this next one. <laughs> Just read it. Green lanterns. I'm losing faith, guys. I'm passing on that. Oh, we oh, finally brought him. Oh that series around. hasn't been so good. Harley Quinn. Pass. He Man. Thundercats. Oh, the child in me says pass. Oh, <laughs> child in you has no soul. Justice League. Pull. Lucifer. Pass. Nightwing. Pull. Odyssey of the Amazons. No idea. Assume it's Wonder pass. Woman related. Maybe. Pass. pass. Yes. Either way, double pass. <laughs> Scooby Doo, where are you? He's passing. Super <laughs> Sons. Pull. Superman. Pull. Trinity. Pull. Wildstorm number two. Pull. That was good. Yeah. It's very good. Really solid. That was good. Really solid comic. Wonder Woman 77, Bionic Woman. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I'm convinced. Who else are they going to pair her up with? They can just pass. <laughs> Obviously. They got to keep throwing some at the wall. Uh, I'm not convinced. They had a good opportunity right there. Right so. um, and the indie comics this week. Ooh. We have a, a little East to West. Yeah, that is true. That comes up. Death Rides on a Pale Horse. Wow. An image comic. Yeah. Very uh, cool. I am a fan. I'm a fan. Pull. Excellent. I uh, recently just got the first trade of this when I was on my trip, and it was incredible all the way yep. through. Yeah. Death kind of sporting around in a post-apocalyptic kind of Western Dust Bowl era while being chased by the other three <laughs> horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, that sounds pretty amazing. Is a, is a pretty great it's, concept for a story. I feel it, like that really speaks to you. It was written by a, a writer called Hickman, who is the yes. lead writer on Marvel's Big Summer Event Infinity. So if you read Infinity yeah. and liked it on the heels of Infinity, he wrote East and West. It was like his offshoot, his like what he wanted to do. Oh, wow. His fun story. Wow, cranked yep. up 32 issues. Yeah, yeah, it's that's been going on since man. Infinity. Like started yeah. right after Infinity. So, so 2014, 2013? So, yeah. I, God, like that. that was yeah. many wow. years ago. All right. And that brings us to God Country. Yeah, so, uh, my favorite of yours. Yeah. You may hear it's a little the, bit uh, about the Super Mario later, comic, but. right? Uh, it could be, I don't know. Yeah, I hear a little more about this later. I don't okay. know. Have to settle, yeah, no, no, no. Settle, in, uh, settle in Smash. Cool. <laughs> but, uh, and then uh, we have American Gods. Neil Gaiman's American Gods Shadow number one came out this week. Yeah. If you're a fan of the book, uh, it is very similar to the book. Still Almost a shot for shot, for lack of a better term, shot for shot <laughs> remake of yeah. the book. Still incredible to kind of yeah. see it depicted pictorially. Um, I love that novel. Like, oh. I mean, like I, I read that. I want to say maybe in a course of three days. Yeah, because yeah. I was oh, just it was like, great. it was just so. It's one of my favorite books. Yeah. I, I actually originally recommended it to Andrew. Yep. He was a, an English major. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I think you're, I think you're really gonna love this guy's writing style. You're really yeah. gonna like this story. It's amazing. And he was the same thing. He read it in yeah. like couple of days. Yeah, couple yeah. Of, yeah. I was reading it on the metro too from work. Yeah, what I'm excited about is, is you guys both mentioned that this is like a word for word, almost page for page retelling of it as a comic and so for me who hasn't read it before I'm excited to go through yep. this yeah. for the first time as a comic so I, I'd love to keep tabs on how you feel about it because for Link and I we've read it 
maybe a couple weeks ago. So yeah, like at That's maybe true. a month yeah, ago. A so for us, it's finished. it's really good, but it's hard for us to get like hyped about it. Sure, it's right. like oh, we just read yeah, this. I just yeah. went through this. I probably will have a real good time because I haven't read yeah. the book in maybe four years now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, exactly. yeah. yeah actually, show. five years. Five years. Yeah, I'm excited to see this show. I'm really excited. When I heard it was announced, I was like, oh. And Ian McShane, I'm like, uh, if there's yeah. anybody better, <laughs> like for that casting to play thir- Thursday, right? That's his name. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, 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 Mr. Yeah. Wednesday. Mr. Wednesday. <laughs> like, yeah. if there's anybody to play that character, might as well be Thursday, though. Right. See, I was trying to hide the fact that I said Thursday. You know, I was like, uh, man, Wednesday. Yes, that's right. You said Wednesday. That's what it is. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> That's the that's the indies we were excited about this week, but we we really want to talk about yeah what what <laughs> 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 move on, move on. what a segment <laughs> oh got it okay uh, we really want to talk about what what really got our goat this week and what the hell does uh, that mean we got our goat just keep going <laughs> <laughs> stop asking questions. <laughs> Uh, Arya, if you would bring us in with your pick, I would be greatly appreciative. Yeah, um, this week I picked Trinity. Uh, Trinity, for those of you that don't know, is the comic revolving around Wonder Woman, Batman, and Andrew's favorite, Superman. Uh, I like one out of the three. I'll let you decide which one. <laughs> Bone uh, to pick. The, <laughs> that's all I got to say. The, the previous Trinity uh, release, I think during the New 52 era, was, was very good. I, I liked this one so far. They're only uh, seven issues in. Um, but their initial story saw them pitting against um, who they didn't know was Mongol. But Poison Ivy had captured them at the Kent farm. Uh, put him under the spell. No, Mongo. Oh, Mongo. <laughs> no, he knows what you said. Lobo was in the Injustice League of America. Uh, Stop interrupting, man. Uh, <laughs> not going to happen. Um, but this issue in particular starts out, um, it's a different trinity. And it is Ra's al Ghul, Lex Luthor, uh-huh. and Cersei. Who's that? The Unholy Alliance. Who's Cersei? Uh, Cersei's from a character from uh, Wonder Woman's mm-hmm. past. She's similar to she's like a demi goddess or whatever, uh, which like every Wonder Woman villain is. Sure. Uh, but anyway, it starts out they're in this like tomb like place. Ra's al Ghul's going around like a ninja, just killing people, cutting throats with his oh. League of Assassins, trying to get in. Oh, it's like Indiana Ra's Jones in the last. It, it is very similar to Indiana Jones, except there's a giant rock statue that snatches up one of the guys and just crushes him. That happens. That was pretty Jones. cool. <laughs> yeah, well, there's there's rocks rolling that crush people. Uh, but anyway, Lex Luthor comes busting through the wall, ends up killing this giant monster, and then confronting Ra's al Ghul. Um, and they start talking. He's like, well, we were both kind of summoned here. Let's not kill each other yet until we figure out what the hell's trying to play us like pawns. And they're both like, okay, okay. That's a, that's a good idea. That's a yeah, good, the let's pawns go first. Yeah. <laughs> but there's this, <laughs> it's funny that uh, Lex makes mention of these assassins that he has with them and he's talking about how like you just sent them forward to die he, and Ra's counters with like actually these were like my D tier guys yeah. mm-hmm. they knew I was going to offer them up like in case something happened so they kind of went into this <laughs> like totally okay with it and that's the kind of power that I have the pawns go first the pawns go first yeah um, but anyway they walk into this room and they encounter Cersei who's standing over these pits who's that? sorry Cersei oh <laughs> 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 God, I hate you. I got a lot of time left. Oh, just kidding, you don't. I'm just asking uh, the questions people want to know. <laughs> Again. 
Um, so anyway, Cersei is standing over these pits, and Ra's al Ghul thinks they're Lazarus pits because they're effectively the similar style. They're they're bubbling. They look they're purple. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she mentions that these are are different types of pits, and they call them the Pandora pits, and they're effectively the source of evil, and it's what may have spawned things like. It shows a panel showing all these demons and things, and then it shows a parallel panel showing the Joker, Gorilla Grodd, your favorite, Andrew. Gorilla Grodd! Uh, the Scarecrow, Poison <laughs> Ivy, uh, even Killer Croc. Wait, they all came out of these pits? No, 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 no. Holy it's just shocks. Shows. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, certain, like, the malicious, they represent the malicious forces released from Pandora's Holy box when smokes. she opened it. Uh, but as they're talking, they're all standing over this pits. pit. <laughs> out of this pit rises... Uh, this just, for lack of a better word, bizarro combination of their three greatest adversaries. So it's a it's a weird combo of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman in oh, one body. Oh man, all the same guy. <laughs> all wow. in one body. <laughs> Look at that. That's pretty cool. No, it is. I'm looking at it. It's all so right. So they all uh, decide to fight this thing. Yeah. Um, because they have to. Number one. Yeah. But then no, it's, no it's sort joke. of. <laughs> Holy smokes. It turns out that it's like a test that these pits are, are putting out for them to see if they're they're worthy of control of them. There's so some Kaplan in there. They're all trying to one test one at a time take on this uh, <laughs> this monster and they're failing and they realize, okay, we gotta do this together and they fight and they sort of knock this thing back into the pit and then they end up getting control of it. Um, so the monster or the pit? The pit itself. Oh, so the monster returns nice. back into the pit. Good. Oh, get yeah. him in there. Luther has this idea. He's like, look, these pits are dangerous. Nobody should have Obviously. power. I'm getting ready to destroy it. And Ra's al Ghul stops him, and Cersei sort of points up. She goes, listen, like, I'm not trying to persuade you to join me. I'm just saying we might not have a choice. And they look up, and on this wall is this, like carving of three people that look very similar if not identical oh my god that looks like that looks like lex Luthor. uh it looks like he's got a half a bottle of brandy it looks like uh so we'll see what happens so basically it's like some kind of prophecy is that what it is yeah i guess they were all destined destined to be there so i think this should play out to a pretty cool storyline uh i'm excited to see what happens to draw a cool parallel, and I think this might actually bring you back around to something. So well, Jack- we can't. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We can't. No, listen, up. listen. Yeah. Hear me out. Uh, Please. Whedon's run of X Men. No, I love that. The, I'll the talk finale. About that. The finale oh where Cyclops goes in to blow up the planet, and he yeah. has the, the Cyclops cave right. drawing. Yeah. I'm sorry, not Cyclops. Colossus. Colossus was right. Good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, I mistakenly thought this would bring it back around. Yeah. Just, just extra minute. Hold on. I never thought. I, me, it's the brandy talking. But I kind of almost want to read Trinity, which I never thought I would ever say. So you must have done something right. Like, <laughs> that sounds really cool. A weird amalgamation of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Right. In one like, oh my, beast. That's kind of cool. But it's it's over. So I don't know if you'll have any interest in the rest of it. Wait. But, that yeah. never happens again. Well, so far. It's one issue. I don't know. It's one that just happened. <laughs> All right, get back to me. That happens again. I might pick it up. Hey, get back to me in one year. Let me know how that went. That's yeah. a yearly. That's one of those yearly comics. All right. Okay, Andrew, you're clearly quickly spiraling out yes, of control. Yes, let's get his pick. So let's get your pick in to see what you have to say. Uh, so you're as coherent as possible. 
Listen, I oh, first off, that was a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, did you just give him a participation trophy? No, I said it was a great job. <laughs> oh, Second off, this comic cost me ten dollars. <laughs> it's Amazing Spider-Man twenty-five. It costs ten dollars, and there's no way I can talk about it in six minutes, but I'm gonna try. Uh, about four comics worth of material is one story. It is the first main story to take place after Clone Conspiracy. So it kind of gives us a glimpse into what the world of Peter Parker is going to look like past Clone Conspiracy. Well, you had Prime. Nah, that Omega. Uh, was it Omega? So <coughs> that Omega. doesn't count. That doesn't yeah. count. That That's where it introduces the <laughs> story. Nope, 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 nope. So you're in here. You're in here. You're rolling along. You got Peter Parker, Spider-Man, paired up with Bobby Morris, uh, the Mockingbird. One of my favorites. Yeah, she's awesome. Spider-Man's awesome. There's one not to love here. They're hunting down Norman Osborn. Right, and if you know anything about Norman Osborn, within the last couple of years, he's got this ability. He's been changing faces. Well, he's been surgically changing surgically faces. changing yeah. faces. So they're like, "Yo, we figured it out." Uh, the the campaign gave us a tip because he owed us a favor. Osborn is this guy called the Falcaro. Falcaro. Yeah, like it, it basically it translated to like the Warthog or like the like something like that. Yeah. He's like this gross looking crazy yeah. guy, and he's been selling arms down south of the border. So Bobby Morris, Mockingbird, Spider-Man, they suit up. They go to hunt this guy down. They track him. They bust up his operation. They catch him. And the whole time, Peter Parker's like, oh, like, I got you, Osborn. Like, I'm taking you down. This guy's like, what the hell are you talking <laughs> like, I'm, about? I'm not Osborn. Because he's also, <clears throat> out of the, in, in the wake of um, the clone conspiracy, yeah. he's, he's super emotional right Sure, now. he's, yeah. he's so, kind of on him. So a lot of what yeah. he's looking for here and a lot of why he's so gung-ho is because he keeps saying he's looking for a win. Because yeah. part of it is they mention while the team's going in that um, they don't feel like they're dealing with the usual spite. He's not cracking jokes. He's really yeah. like action-oriented. Yep. He's very mm. focused. And he's like, listen, if you're... Like if you're not with me, get out of my way because I'm I'm going for this guy. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Well, he's just seen he's just seen his dead girlfriend twice and yeah. saw her one of them die again. Yeah. <laughs> not only that, but like his dead girlfriend, his dead girlfriend's father. Oh right, like, there's yeah. a lot of emotional yeah. baggage that took place. Um, so it's a Spider-Man book. Yeah, it's a Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so so the day that ends. So it's a classic Spider-Man. So like, they, they realize they realize this guy isn't Osborn. Uh, there's a scene with a uh, Fury. Uh, Mockingbird and Peter Parker in like a debrief room where they're like, yeah, this isn't him. This is just like a like, good job. It's a like an arm smuggler, but it's not Osborne. Right. Mm-hmm. And Peter Parker like shatters the table. He's like, motherfucker, and he breaks the table. Fury's <laughs> crack is so and, and classic Fury, classic uh, Samuel L. Jackson Fury is like, feel better? I'll just bill it to your pal Peter Parker. By the way, that's a spy table. It costs more than a regular table. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so... Then you get a scene where Parker visits old Uncle Ben's grave. He's like, listen, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's father, they all came at the life and they got killed. Like, this this really sucks. Um, I don't know what to do. I got to track down Osborne. They go to uh, Shanghai. Shanghai. They go to Shanghai. They're like, Osborne's in Shanghai. We're going to get him. And just as they're on a flight over there, Parker and uh, Bobby Morris. Yes. And Parker's like, you know what? I love this. Yeah. I'm going to make uh, – first of all, I love this. Like, yeah. Mockingbird and Spider-Man together, that's kind of a cool pairing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Peter Parker leans over on the plane. He's like, he's going to make this movie. He's like, hey, you're a superhero. I'm a superhero. Why don't we, like, date? And as he's, like, talking her up, 
who pops up from behind, but it's it's his it's his Aunt May and also Harry Osborne. So <laughs> <laughs> we stuck on the plane. We're coming to Shane High because Peter Parker and Bobby Morris were going to Shane High under the guise of like a charity event. Yeah, the Ben Parker. Mm. The Ben Parker charity event. And and Aunt May and, and Harry Osborne are like, hey, we're coming along with you. Why not have an elderly aunt block? Why not? <laughs> you can't even say the cock block. You know? <laughs> elderly aunt block. Nothing takes me from six to midnight faster than the woman who raised. <laughs> and my best friend turned rival turned, turned best friend, friend. Yep. whose father I'm going to Shanghai. Yeah, father I'm currently yeah. Yeah. So basically, they get to Shanghai. Uh, Mockingbird, Spider Man go off the train, hunt Osborne down. They're like, "Holy shit, he's at the charity event!" And they roll up at oh, the yeah. end of the end of the issues. Them rolling up to the charity event, they realize that he has got a different face on. Of course, he's intermingled. Well, they didn't realize it yet. Actually, they run into Silver Sable, who's yeah. this invisible... She was going to snipe and kill Norman Osborn. Harry Osborn. Or Harry... Was she going to kill Harry? She was going to kill Harry. Look mm-hmm. at her sights like two pages before. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's cloaked on top of yeah, the roof. Yeah, I don't know. And she's then they kill, see... Spider-Man's like, oh, did you Osborn. see that? There's a floating, like, sniper yeah. rifle. <laughs> she was uh, going to kill an Osborn. Yeah. Uh, but basically, they were up to the event, and they're like, oh, freaking hell. Norman Osborn is in the charity event with Aunt May. With Harry Osborne, like, God damn it. Yeah. Classic Parker look. Like, mm. here we go. <laughs> and that's what sets us up for... I, I was pretty excited. You get you get a little bit of back into the solo Spider-Man run. Mm-hmm. You've got a possible pairing with Mockingbird, which I actually I like a lot. I think that could be very cool. Um, and you got this conflict with Osborne, which is very cool. Yeah. So so I was thoroughly enjoyed it. That was only about half the book, and that was about four comments worth of material. The rest of it is uh, the, the best I could... Kind of related to is almost like a um, like an anniversary issue. Where they just not even an anniversary out. issue. A uh, God, what are those things called? The giant size. The, or? Uh, uh, frick, you know what I mean. Yeah. When we when it's like the collection feel. of stories. Like yeah, the they typically do that like an anniversary or yeah. like a Christmas special. An annual. An annual. 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 Yeah. annual. Like the best I can really choose is like an annual. So it's like a question from different authors and artists. Um, you got one with Cla- uh, Crash, Clash, whoever Clash, cares, yeah. something with else. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's Sim Clash because he, yeah. he sings the, yeah, the, the notes from the run, Flash yeah. theme song. He goes, Clash. The two that I would highlight quickly before we move on, there was a great one with very young Peter Parker yeah. and his aunt, um, where he like tries to adopt a dog. Um, it's called Mutt's Ado About Nothing. <laughs> it was it was very reminiscent of the um the who's the kid who's gonna play Spider Man in the upcoming movie? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. It was very Tom Holland esque. That's basically you can tell that was the inspiration for this. Sure. Mm. If you liked him in that, I would read this little one shot. It's it a was, fun little. It was it was good. Word, it was yeah. one of the standouts. The other one that was very cool. This is the one I loved. At the very end, you get a glimpse of what Otto Octavius is doing in his proto clone body, mm-hmm. which is like part Otto Octavius, part like Spider Man. Basically, yeah. he's in shape, so it's mostly. Yeah, he's, he's mostly Spider-Man. <laughs> but basically, the big takeaway is he goes in, he joins Hydra. Wait, when did you get, a, when did you get an At the end of body? Clone Conspiracy, yeah. he, remember how he, they developed, Ben Riley had developed the proto-clone, like the yeah, perfect, yeah. and he was trying to put Anne-Marie in it? Yeah. Otto Octavius puts himself in it mm. and escapes in it. Did something happen to Anne-Marie? I don't mean to No, say. she's, she's okay. okay. Oh, okay. Okay, because yeah. I was no. going to be sad. No, no, like, she's really like, He more like offered it to her as a Like gift. a reward. Yeah. Oh, she's like, but, he's like, I can take your imperfect body, quote unquote, oh. and put it in this perfect body. Jackal she's like, this. Jackal yeah. said it. Oh. So, which is why I got his shit right. And, and at that point, Octavius was like, 
did you just say that? Like, I'm going to murder yeah. everyone. Yeah. That's what set him off. Because uh, he's like, you can't insult Anne-Marie like that. Right, I'm going right, to kill everybody. Okay. Meanwhile, Anne-Marie's just like, screw you. Yeah, like, she's like, oh <laughs> but basically, the big takeaway of that one is uh, the last splash page yeah. is Octavius in the protocon body as the superior octopus. And wow. as a, now, like, and Hydra associate. As a Hydra agent. He's joined yeah. Hydra. He's leading a whole Hydra brigade. Hey, listen, listen. If it's good enough for Cap, it's good <laughs> enough for... Otto Octavius, yeah, yep. uh, the superior. Octavius. And all I gotta say is, it's right. It's written by Dan Slott, who's writing Spider-Man right now, and who yeah. also is the architect of Superior Spider-Man. So he knows. So he knows what he's doing with Octavius. Two and a half minutes over time. So. Hey, this was a ten-dollar comic. So <laughs> <laughs> listen, it was great. He's also was, drunk. Man, he I'm had like <laughs> six issues in his hand. I'm shocked. Give me a finish that glass. Ah, uh, well. Anyway. Lincoln, That's debatable. That brings us to you, and I think I know what you're gonna. Pick. Super Mario. Oh my God, country! Oh. <laughs> Let me listen. I worked could've, that up could've about done without four that hours. Ago. <laughs> I've been sitting on that for quite a while. <laughs> God, it's Brandy Burns. <laughs> so we left our, our old pal Emmett off on the farm. He's just gotten uh, Valifax or Halifax, whoever the hell this sword's name. Well, Halifax is. and like. Canada, is there Nova Scotia? What the hell are you talking? Halifax, Nova Scotia. <laughs> sorry, when Maybe. I drink the Canadian, if it comes out, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, so this guy, he's on the farm. He's like back in good spirits. He no longer has Alzheimer's. He's sitting in the grass out front of the porch. Altogether, a good day. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not bad for him. And he's holding a giant friggin' sword. Yeah, he's not worried. He's not worried about anything. Uh, he's playing around with his granddaughter and with a sword. That seems well. He's not holding okay. the sword and his granddaughter's playing. He's, just, nah, he's got two hands. <laughs> um, it, it pans over to his son, his son's wife, and they're like commenting on how it's good to see him interacting with the granddaughter, like in a normal way. Um, at which point she runs up to her granddad and she's like. Oh, it's so much fun! This is a big, cool sword. Like, I want to hang out. I want to play with it. And the sword immediately cocks her. The sword's like, "Do you think that I'm a toy?" Oh, oh, oh tell me it talks. Allow, yeah, oh, it talks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, allow me to explain to you in great detail why you're not gonna play with me. <laughs> and then it goes oh, on to give like this really cool monologue about how it's totally awesome. <laughs> it's simultaneously bla- battling all galactic evils while being wielded by all of the most noble guardians across. Uh, a thousand times and a thousand <laughs> and now this times. old guy and because the whole point behind this uh, Valifax sword is that it's the god of swords yeah it the god of bombs no 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 <laughs> no <laughs> the god of swords if you press that button it mutes it <laughs> but it also mutes you so choose wisely hey if he's throwing okay. out a, a, a Dragon Ball Z reference I'm he's going through and he's saying basically you know I'm the god of all swords every sword that is on the field of battle right now is me I'm I'm slitting throats. I'm in the hand of heroes. I'm in the bellies of villains. Like this is this is how like he's talking. And the whole while, like every other panel, it kind of pans over to the girl, and she's like in like horror, and then she's got like tears streaming down her face, and then uh, she runs back into the house, and and even kind of in the end, the sword's like. Uh, But don't worry, kid. Like when the time comes, I'll be there for all the heroes. 
especially her grandfather. <laughs> and she runs back in the house like crying. And then the story goes, I'm not accustomed to speaking with children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's, that's good. Uh, so you got kind of uh, the family's back in the house. The grandfather's kind of walking back in. He overhears his son talking about his uh, upbringing and how it was rough and how he kind of felt responsible for the current state of things because his, his grandfather wasn't, or his father, Emmett, wasn't a good guy when he was raising him. Uh, lost his mother kind of young and he kind of blamed everyone else for it. And he was really, you know, he's hurting, so he's kind of taking it out in, in different ways. And, and they kind of begin to talk about this because Emmett overhears him, at which point the son is assailed by some sort of shadow demon monster. Oh, wow. And, and then things start popping off real quick. <laughs> monster. We come Holy to find sense. that, like, the god king of the universe, his youngest son is the king of hell, and he has summoned the armies of hell to come take this sword back. At which god, point, I thought he was totally cool last issue. What's, what's his deal? No, 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 that was, was the god of war. That was Ares. Oh, he was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. Well, basically Ares. <laughs> this is like Atrakis or something. Oh, but this Ares. is the god of like the underworld. No, he's, he's not cool. He's not cool. Well, he's pretty cool, but he's he's come to... He's out of bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> he wants <laughs> a sword. He's come to fuck bitches. He wants <laughs> oh, uh, Yeah, he wants it. So this is actually a really cool scene because Emmett's in the field single-handedly battling against the the armies of the underworld at which point his family's in, in the house and the demons kind of realize it useful and, oh absolutely nothing useful the the demons kind of realize it and they kind of surge at the house yeah at which point valifax is like stand back i got this so the sword in his hand is like don't worry, I got you, fam. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all the knives in the knife block begin to shimmer. Oh, no. They fly out of the knife block and fly into all the demons that are attacking his family wow. and, like, slaughter all of them. Oh, he's like, well, he, yeah, he has every good. blade. Yeah. He, he's oh, every wow. blade. So he wields every, like, like cut object around. Jeez. This part is actually really cool as well. Even toothpicks. The, no. <laughs> there's a windmill close by. No and way! He, he breaks apart the windmill, takes every oh blade God. in the windmill, oh. and it hits the field of battle and just starts sweeping through the armies oh, like wow. that. Amazing. I'm like, holy goodness. Really where good. do I get this sword? <laughs> you um, can't have it. You there's a point it. where Emmett kind of charges at the god of the underworld to try, oh, to try and take him out, but he's a very Loki-esque character. He's a trickster type of god. So he, he ends up just pulling Emmett away from the home, away from kind of the main battle. And it, it turns out he was never even there. It was just an image of him. Oh. And the sword was trying to warn Emmett the whole time. He says, listen, this is the god of the underworld. He's a trickster guy. Don't just like lunge at him. Like stay here, fight this army. Possibly an image comic. Click. What? God, what? Damn it! <laughs> keep going, Link. Keep going. <laughs> so he he's you know like stay here, clean up the armies. Uh, but Emmett doesn't listen. He rolls out. It comes to find that a couple demons got in. No they, demons. No. They grabbed his granddaughter oh. as ransom. So you have Roy, his son. You have his Roy son's wife, Harper. like on the floor crying. Saying like, uh, she's gone. Like Donna's gone. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Dina's gone. And then Emmett just looks at the sword and he says, "Where? Like, like where did he take him?" And he just goes, "Emmett, to enter a god's kingdom under a banner of war is not something." And he shouts, "Where is she?" And the whore, oh. and the sword just says, "Hell." 
And then Emmett goes, I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Teleports into hell to presumably kill everyone and get Dina back. That's this guy. This is the coolest grandfather ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's pretty awesome. Yeah, Yeah. that's pretty (laughs) good. Anytime you're you're facing down the armies of hell and you say, well, I'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, To go into hell to slaughter them even more. Uh, you know you're kind of a gangster. I'm, I know when you first originally picked it up, um, talking about it, I was so... I think you had picked up issue two and then back read issue one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's an it's an awesome concept and, and the idea, like the art of it, everything just looks really, really cool. I think you've you've convinced me to, to pick them all up now at this point. Like, I, I got it. Or at, at the very least, read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely worth it reading. Yeah. yeah, I gotta say, you had me at... When you said well, he has Alzheimer's, grandfather, yes, he, yeah. he's suffering from Alzheimer's. Right. That's kind of the catalyst. Is his right. family has come back to take care of him, or yeah. his son has come back because he feels guilty. Because we kind of find out here that he was praying for something to come kill his grandfather. Mm. Is basically what he says, in not so many words. Right, right, right. He's like, and then he's struck down by Alzheimer's, and now I feel like horrible. So he's yeah. there to take care of him. At the, which point he gets this sword and it, yeah, it brings that, him back. That idea of the sword bringing him back, just mm-hmm. like it captured my imagination yeah. to like no end. I was just it's, like, oh my goodness, amazing. like that sounds cool. Yeah. And the fact that he needs the sword and mm-hmm. essentially the sword needs him in so many ways too. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like it's got to be wielded. It, it has Absolutely. to be wielded and it has to be wielded by somebody, you know, who's worthy enough. Mm-hmm. So, so he, he all right. Just like, he yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no samurai Jack. Emma was right. Emma was right. Yes. Back on board. Emma was right. Back on board. The sword's right. The sword's right. Valifax was right. Valifax is right. Well, that takes us, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, to our weekly winner. It sure the hell does. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that this was not a unanimous decision. It's, it's one we came to with uh, some discussion. Yeah, I voted for Suicide Squad Banana Switch special team up number one. That's not true. No that's, 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 that's not even not out, out yet. Yeah. Wait, you mean it's not Deadpool Duck this week? No. Yeah, so Andrew's pick, Spider-Man, was a heavy contender for weekly. It was yes. so good. It was it was really very good. It was but so good. We just could not fight the fact that who's the author on this? Tom one? King. He's Tom King. Animal. Tom King. I've met him in person. How you not met him in person? He's, he's, he's hit his stride. I'll see you, Dad. <laughs> since I would say so, the first issue I'll of see you I Am Bay Gallows. I am the second issue was a little down, like we all said, but from that third issue... Was the Joker as my fries the first first issue of I Am Bane? I Am Bane is him hitting his stride. I mean, from there into here, it's it's been nothing but just a fantastic ride. Even that down issue, it wasn't down because it was awful. It was just a little slower. And it wasn't. It was, it was just a setup. It was just a setup issue, and we were worried because yeah, it it just kind of seemed like he had one. Knock it out of the park. Issue. Like, flash in the pan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just kind of flashed in the pan. Like, maybe just, he had a mistake that worked out really good. Uh, and now he kind of hit this, like, slower issue. But it just set up for something. The next, that was really amazing. Yeah. And we got to, I mean, honestly, even the cover itself, 
the the gallery of characters and enemies that you see. The on rogues here, gallery. If you, you have will. well, it's not the Flash, but yes, <laughs> a rogues gallery of characters. Well, it's rogues like, gallery is you a see, book of villains. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But the Flash has the rogues, so I'm not going to reference the rogues. <laughs> no, no, no well, it's the rogues gallery. <laughs> <should be laughs> thing. Anyway, hush on here. So you got hush. You got yeah, scarecrow. <laughs> you got calendar man of all freaking people. Right. You have Two Face, the Riddler, Mister Freeze, Mad Hatter. Uh, dude, it's it's a it's a beautiful beautiful. He's right there. I, it sort of just grabs your attention and then it just dives right into the comic of uh, Bane basically punching his way through Arkham Asylum. Oh we know my the God. last issue, Batman, after being a human punching bag for like how, how many pages of these? Like 20 pages? For 19 pages? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walks into Arkham Asylum, you see the open door, and he goes through, and it's he his first the first person he sees is Maxi Zeus, who's just spewing out these these quotes. Yeah. Um, Good old poetic, Maxi. like poetic verse. Good yeah. old Maxi Zeus. <laughs> and then, as Bane walks past him, ending on the age old uh, abandon all hope you, you enter here. Exactly. Dante's Inferno. Yeah. And then you see Two Face, and Two Face is like, look. Everybody knows I'm I'm two people at the same time. Part of me is like I want to help you. This, the other part of me is a great <laughs> yeah. scene. This is a great scene. It's great. <laughs> Batman basically told us like stop Bane, bring him in alive, and like Batman will. And I'll give it. you this in return. Yeah, yeah you'll have a cushy like setup. Then you have the evil side of Two Face being like, well, we're here. Like the question comes like if we were to basically defy Batman. What are you offering? What do we get? Yeah, what do yeah. we get? Because we're not, it? if we defy Batman, we're not getting what Batman's offering. Yeah. So if we go with you, we throw our What's lot the in other you, side of the coin? What are we getting? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it turns out it's a knuckle sandwich right to the <laughs> gut. <laughs> and then a left hook to the face. Yeah, Bane isn't in a mood to And show. all Bane oh, says is pain. <laughs> I offered pain. Yeah, get the hell out of my it's way. It's amazing because Two Face has got kind of this big, long, like, like setup, like he's giving yeah. a speech. He's like, "Batman rolled in here. You know how much he is against you. Like none of us hold love for Batman. Like you're going through like a page or two, and you're like, man, I really wonder what Bane's gonna say. <laughs> he doesn't say a whole lot. Four words and two punches. <laughs> he doesn't talk with his fists. My poor uh, man. And wow. then he, he moves on to the next cell block. Oh my god, he's got, what's next? He's got amygdala and Solomon Grundy. Born, born on, on a Monday. Monday. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's also important to note that every single one of these encounters he hits is time stamped. Yes. Oh yeah. So we yeah. get an idea of how, <laughs> how long, long it takes him to get through yeah, uh, Arkham. Because this is basically he's running a gauntlet to Batman. Exactly. Through... Uh, Gotham's like greatest villains. Yeah. So Maxi Zeus was at 12 a.m. Two Face was at 12:37 a.m. Yep. Amygdala and um, Solomon Grundy born on a Monday. 1:24 uh, a.m. And they they each mentioned I'm Amygdala. I'm Solomon Grundy born on a Monday. Uh, <laughs> and Bane responds with I am torment. I am ruin. I am plague. I am venom. I am Bane, and he hits the button. I am suicide. He hits the button on his venom injector, and just you don't even see it. You just see the look of fear on Amygdala and Solomon Grundy. They're like, oh, and they're fuck. huge. They're freaking the like dudes. brick houses. Yeah. Like you got a meat wall and standing in front of Bane. Oh my god! And they gosh. look like they're they're looking into the eyes of terror. They're yeah. like, holy <laughs> smokes, <laughs> get me out of here. The next thing you see now, so this good. one's interesting. I it didn't like have a timestamp on this one, but oh, it does. It does. Where is it? The next page? Yeah. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, 307 a.m. So you see um, Professor or Dr. Crane. Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane. No, Ichabod Crane is from the Headless Horse. I think he's, yeah. I think he's yeah. just also a name. Jonathan. 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 Oh, Jonathan. 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 Ichabod Jonathan Crane. Thank you. We better known as Scarecrow standing there and he's he's rattling off all these different type of phobias. Yeah. And all you see is the steel door getting punched with more and more dents into it. Who could that be? And Bane busts through. No, is that him? And the is that him? <laughs> the last phobia that he yells is theophobia, the fear of a god. And he, he, he shoots this aerosol spray towards Bane, and it's this fear concoction fear or what have you. Yeah. yeah, and he asks him to describe the fear to him. Because he thinks he's beaten him. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. he it gets off like on fears. Yeah, like Bane's on the ground, he's clutching his face, he's kind of like murmuring, or it seems like he's doing something. He's stuttering, and, and yeah. he's just saying, he's you know, he's asking him like, let me know what's your greatest fear. Is it being eaten alive? Is it cancer? Is it whatever? And all you yeah. see, and, is, and he gets you get this kind of change from Scarecrow because he goes from like clear fear himself, like yeah. he's like muttering, he's like terrified as the doors being knocked in, and then as you kind of really get this sense that he's he's power. going he's going through this yeah this change of like getting empowered, he's getting more feeling confident. like he's won, he's getting yeah. confident. Which is incredible, like a really great depiction. I mean, anybody yeah, bringing Bane change. down to his knees. Absolutely. It's make you feel yeah. like you're you doing a, something you right. Little, like, I've done it yeah. once or twice, and I feel pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I just feel like that was sexual. Did you just hit, hit the pause button on, on uh, Dark Knight Returns? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dark Knight Rises? Got him, got him, got him. Got him. Uh, but all Bane says is, I am Bane. I don't have nightmares. I give nightmares. And you, just, you just see the outside of, of Arkham, and this just scream. Going Pretty sure he just eats him. I think he eats him. <laughs> he might eat him. <laughs> who knows? I assume Sometimes he ate him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he went through the mask, but who knows? He might. Nah, he put it. He did. It's 4:55 a.m. You're back in the cell with Alfred, with Gotham Girl, with Batman. So to check in, it's been five hours since Batman point. has yep. been hit like a punching bag. Bane has yep. entered Arkham and begun this gauntlet. Yes, it's been five hours. Yep. Yes, and oh, <laughs> what you see first is Alfred just being like, "You uh, let everybody uh, out." And you gave them weapons? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't have any choice. And all this. He's trying to explain his actions. And eventually it comes to a point, like, Alfred's trying to argue. He's like, this is nuts. This is absolute insanity. And he just, he, Bruce says, he hanged the boys. He hanged my son from a rock in a cave. And that's like, this is the, not the first time in this run of Batman, and Tom King's run of Batman, that you've seen this sort of, like, just vulnerability you've seen him care yeah. yeah like really really care about all of them and then especially Damien he says he's not running you know and Alfred still even after that line that like almost gut wrenching line is like this is still like absolute just batshit yeah. crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> pun intended <laughs> pun intended <laughs> every, every pun every ounce of pun intended so Bane's next villain it's 6.13am it's been over an hour from this point um, Mr. Freeze. He's frozen Bane in a solid this block is so of ice. Cool. And he's like, listen, this is like two tons of ice right now. The average human being can only survive like 1,300 pounds or whatever yeah. it is. No, this is the, the, oh, sorry, the, the perfect, the perfect average, human the being. The perfect yeah. human on Venom. With the, the highest possible dosage of Venom. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Couldn't, Couldn't hope to endure 1,500 yeah. cubic he's pounds. Like, double or something. As soon as he gets that out of his and mouth. He's, he's in 27, well, he's in 2,700 cubic pounds of ice yeah and the perfect human with the highest possible dose of venom couldn't break out of half of that yeah mm. and so, then and <laughs> immediately bane naturally just breaks out because <laughs> he just goes he goes not possible 
Bane. <laughs> oh god. Next he fights it's 8:37 a.m. He's beating Stupid the shit firefly. out of Firefly. Yeah, it's 10:34 a.m. He's beating up Black Spider. Black it's 11:55 a.m. He beats up Flamingo. Ew. He he's fights right, Man he's Bat. Going through all the big, yeah. the big contenders. That Man Bat? Yeah, it's, it's 102 p.m. Is that him? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's Man but, Bat. But during all this, he has his mama. He's like, I like Man I'm Bat. I'm just trying to be a good person. I haven't been not a good person, but I, he's like, I'm trying to be nonviolent. I haven't fought people. I was laying low. I'm just trying to be my own person. I'm just trying to be free of the venom and all this sort of stuff. Batman fucked And Batman me. took Pirate away from me. Yeah, fuck it's that guy. 245, he fights Zaz. It's 430, he fights Mad Hatter. It's 554, he fights Dr. Phosphorus. 811, he fights Hush. Copperhead at 1040 p.m. He was Holy saying, smokes. finally he gets the calendar, man. It's 11.15 p.m. And he was saying, I was done. I was done with everything. I was doing my own thing. It's been like a full 24 hours. It's been, yeah, an entire 24 hours at this point. And calendar man says, you'll never stop. And neither will Batman. Tune in tomorrow. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Everything <laughs> always is the same. It all comes around, right? So he approaches this door. He grabs the Riddler. It's almost midnight. Uh, he has him open the door. I think it's actually 1159. 1152. Yep. And then it strikes uh, midnight. And it strikes midnight as him and Batman square so off. It's actually, I really like the scene where sorry. Yeah, so that's actually, I think, important because uh, for two reasons. I really like the scene where he has the Riddler. Yes. Because I feel like the Riddler is usually just such like a, not lame, but he's very like, on the other side of a TV screen setting up like traps. Yeah. Where I thought this was cool because he's like, you have 30 seconds to unlock this door or I'm grabbing I'm gonna eat you Puzzlers. Yeah, I'm grabbing Puzzler and I'm snapping your neck. Like, I'm yeah. snapping your neck and I'm getting Puzzler. Yeah. I'm gonna eat you And he's like, I wouldn't even need that much time. Yeah, when he goes, are you kidding? Like, this is like alien technology. Like, nobody could hack this. And he's like, you got 20 seconds left. And he's like, I'll only need eight. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a gangster. Like, what a straight right, Riddler. All right, Riddler. Okay, Riddler. Riddler. <laughs> bring it. So Riddler opens the door. Batman is right in front of Bane. It was him the whole time? PM. And I think that 11.59 is significant because it's one minute to midnight, which is what the very last it's, it's the canonical, like, Prior, like, uh, like prior moment to Armageddon. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what Dr. Manhattan shows up. Exactly. Countdown exactly. Midnight. Countdown. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Manhattan shows up at midnight. But what you see the last, the very last two small panels is Bane's fist, then Batman's <laughs> fist, and then 12 a.m. Oh, Armageddon. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, honestly, this, if there was anything in this entire Batman run that proved that Tom King is doing a phenomenal job. It's this I Am Bane run. Yeah, I saw, oh, yeah, we saw yeah. a lot of really like interesting stuff previously. Yeah, I didn't like much Minus Night of the Monster Man. It was okay. It was okay. It was just good. Fair, yeah, it was good. To be yes. honest, it was just good. Yeah. It was just good, it's, and he was given a really good character to work for the For the yeah. baseball fans, it was a bunch of base hits and whatnot. This, these last oh, few well, issues have been yeah, absolute homers. <laughs> yeah. What is, what is beastball? Beastball. Well, you're Canadian, so you don't know. Wait, is this like that movie Basketball? Uh, there was there was no, basketball. Basketball. That's what you were That's what it was. But, uh, See, that's <laughs> I tried to jokingly reference a sports movie. I couldn't even do that. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> Why do you think I know anything about regular baseball? Uh, I made a mistake. You messed made up. Do you know what show you're on? Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's done a great job on I Am Bane. 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I am Bane is, is just like, this guy is is, is fantastic. And he's, I, it seems like he's confident enough to go with this story. Yeah. So he's really, really solid. Was, I, I think it's important to mention that we, at least I, really didn't want to pick this comic to win this Oh, week yeah, absolutely. Because so many times, so many of our weekly winners was like, Batman, Detective Comics, Batman. And I was like, yeah. we can't. Again, and Batman yeah. again. Like we got to talk about something else. Believe me, I fall for Amazing Spider-Man. But we also we can't deny the fact <laughs> it that was good. Tom it was King great. is just doing a fantastic yeah. job at telling this story. Yeah. yeah, and we can't deny that it's just we can't take it away from him when it's rightfully. Hmm. What's also super right interesting is that this was a week where All Star Batman also came out by Scott so Snyder. he was yeah. head to head with, with Scott almost Scott with with the specter that he's the shadow with Mr. Bat yeah. yeah the guy whose shadow he's been in trying to get out of he's yep. been he was paired head to head with Scott Snyder this week yeah and, and, and I don't think there's any arguments that this Batman beat out All Star yeah. Batman and All Star Batman was good it was like, good don't yeah. let us like mislead you but this was on a different level yeah, yeah. agreed. Really, really cool. Yeah. I am Babe. Well, Read yeah. it. You're suicide. Yeah. I am suicide. <laughs> nah, there he is. There he is. Now I know it's him for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's our that's our feelings on uh, Batman. Yeah. Which brings us to uh, Andrew Audible Q me. Why don't you? I don't know that we. I have. Oh, that's your Audible Q. <laughs> no, no, you no, 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 no. no. I can do it too. Well, that's good. You want me to do it? No, no, no. I got to say the production value on the show is amazing. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he's really, he's really, we're really peeling back the curtain for him. He's like, oh, God. like a soundboard with snips. I'll do, I'll do, hold on. This is all, this is all on the fly. This is yeah, human a, man. What's the guy's what's name? Uh, Michael Michael Winslow? Could Police be. Academy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's that's, that's what you guys amazing. are doing right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audible kill. Audible kill. Hands off the mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you don't bend it. Right. Well, that probably sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As oh. usual, Andrew has a cold. <laughs> I always have Well, it only happens when I drink. Do I smell a special topic incoming? You might. Oh, what is it? I think I do. Well, what's we where? No, what, where? Where? Where's that? We have at? a we have a special <laughs> guest this week. Oh my God, do we? Have Joseph, it? we let Andrew on the show again. Invite me on the same guest we have. Every <laughs> week. The fans demanded them all. But uh, well, you you actually reached out to us. Your brother was on the show. Yes, episode five. So yeah. my brother is actually the person that put me on to the show. Uh, what wow, happened is that thanks. so. So, he's the sole advertising source that you guys have. So, what happened is that um, with my brother that. and I, like, I, I essentially, anything, as he mentioned on the show before, anything comic book related, like, we always turn to each other. And I actually, his tastes are so aligned with mine because everything that I had, I showed to him. We're you the know? big brother. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, the yeah. job of the big brother, right? So, so, whenever he says, you need to... I say, point me in that direction. And he yeah. was like, you need to listen to this show. Oh, like, man. basically, he was like, he was like, these guys are legit. They're, they, you know, they love comic books. your relationship has gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was about the seventh episode that you guys put your email address up. And I was just like, you know what? Let me reach out <laughs> and, you know, yeah. send out an email and see if I can come on the show to talk about my yeah. book. Because obviously, and I'm, a, I'm an opportunist. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I do have yeah. a new book out. So I was just like, what better way to do it than to be able to come to a venue where I can talk about something other than health and fitness. 
fitness and focus on the creative side. Yeah, yeah. creative Please. side of, of the comic book world. So well, we're certainly excited to have you. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought it up. Well, yeah. Why don't you tell us just a little bit about what you're bringing to the table? Why yeah, did I create it? Give us let's let's hear the title of the book. Okay. Um, and a little bit about what's going on with it, and then we absolutely love to so, yeah, fire talk some about questions towards so you. My full name. My process. full name is Joseph Vivens, and um, I created a children's book series called Chunky and Friends. And the first book that we released is called Chunky and the Obese. And the whole reason why I created the book is to jumpstart the conversation with kids about the importance of healthy eating and active play. Yeah. Okay, that's the whole purpose of it. So the first book in the series is called Chunky and the Obese, and it's about a 10-year-old boy named Chunky who goes to the doctor with his mom. And at the doctor's office, the doctor tells him that he's in danger of becoming obese. But being a kid with a very vivid and active imagination, he thinks he's going to transform into a monster in the shape of the letter O. So in <laughs> yeah. O beast. beast right? Sure, right. sure, so, sure. So I, I, I This is the reasonable assumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. That's what so I would have guessed. I really wanted to capture the imagination of a child, but the the main point of the book is to tell kids that they're perfect exactly the way that they are you know we all come in different shapes and sizes and a lot of times when you're that young it doesn't matter what matters most is that they grow up healthy and strong by eating fresh fruits and vegetables and engaging in active play and what better form to come on to talk about this than on the astonishing alcoholics <laughs> yeah. I don't know like carrots, everything in carrots and comics so you know like I said I wanted to come on to a venue where I could actually talk about the creative process of it because you know it it's one of these things where um, I've been writing all my life uh, I've yeah. grown up reading comic books I mean I my love of comic books started um, back in junior high where Topps Comics used to release these uh, basically trading cards for comic books yeah and I kind of like just went down the rabbit hole of collecting them all and from there it was just all about reading the books learning more about the characters and just diving deep and so that's actually what got me into reading comic books but my first love of comic books is superman mm -hmm. you know uh, that's the reason why my main character wears red and blue the thing with Superman is that um, when I always loved Superman from Chris Reeves, you know, it was just Superman, it was just it was just that purity that desire to always do good but reading Justice comic books America. realizing the 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 difference and the dichotomy between his greatest enemy who was Lex Luthor who you know to take it back to to Frederick Nietzsche his idea of the superman is Lex Luthor yes. the yeah. man yep. the man who is so superior who sure. who is able to essentially change the world by sure will by sheer will yeah it, it and him to have him be able to have this adversary who literally could do it by force, yeah. but doesn't do it. But uses chooses his, not to. Chooses yeah. not to. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like the epitome of of what is good. That yeah. is, and to me, that is that is what a superhero is supposed to be. Yeah. It is supposed to be the the clearest the clearest definition of what is good and what is pure. And so that is why, to me, Superman sure. is the greatest hero well, of all time. 
It's hard to argue with that. So, 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 Emma Frost is the greatest hero. Turns out you're a supervillain. I don't think there was any doubt. So for me, so creating, creating, create, being a creator and creating a, essentially what is a hero, I wanted to create a character that has what would be perceived as a flaw, but in reality is his greatest strength. You know, yeah. the, the the idea that he is obese it doesn't define who he is. He's on the verge of it, at least. On the verge, yeah. right. The, the, yeah. the being in danger of being obese doesn't define who he is. What, what it does is actually elevates who he is because now he has a mission to defeat this sure. obese that, ha- that is threatening to, to take, take over him, to yeah. become that Superman. Yeah. So, so really, you know, when it comes to when it comes to creating these characters, I always look at it as you know, reading comic books as a kid, as how does this person, how does this character become the best person that they can be? Mm-hmm. Because they're already, you know, by definition, they're already superheroes. But how can they go beyond being a superhero? Yeah. And so, for me, you know, creating Chunky and Friends was a mission to basically help kids to realize that they can be greater than anything that anybody can tell them that they are. And that it's only a matter of taking those steps to become healthier and stronger. And I think you really you really see that in the first couple of pages. Because it starts out, um, Chunky or Charles, as you know mm-hmm. his name is, starts, he's like giving a, a lecture. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it's, I'm assuming it's to, to yeah, other children. it's other children. Um, mm-hmm. And he talks about his nickname, Chunky, and how yep. it, it wasn't because of his weight, it was because Actually, his sister. Really quick, if I you jump in before we jump in too much into it, because I, I did want to ask the, the inspiration behind the main character. Oh. Is it supposed to be inspired by yourself? Or is no, it just, was it just a vessel for so a delivery of kind of morality? It, it is a delivery, because uh, what happened is that my, my uh, wife, my then fiance, now wife, um, she was a and during her residency program, she would always come home and talk about the kids that she would see. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought back to my own childhood as to why I never had any issues eating vegetables. Because there had to be a reason why, you know, a kid would sit at, sit at a table and say, you know what, I want to eat my vegetables. Because a lot of times your taste buds are, are maturing and you're realizing yeah, right. the, mm-hmm. the different textures and yeah. flavors. And so <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. you're prone to reject anything that doesn't, that isn't sweet or salty. Yeah. And so I thought back and I remembered the influence that Popeye the Sailor had. Yeah. You guys remember Popeye the Sailor? He squeezed the spinach, got super strong. Yeah. And so that really was a motivating factor because I would Popeye's eat spinach. Right. Yeah. I would eat spinach and I would realize that not only is it going to make me strong, but it's good too. Sure. And yeah. so that kind of opened up the door to other vegetables. And sure. so I said, you know what? If I could create a character that could maybe inspire kids the same way that I was inspired by Popeye the Sailor Man. Maybe I can make a difference and, you know, motivate some kids to grow up healthy and strong. Yeah, just expanding on the idea that healthy is cool. Exactly. Healthy is strong. It's healthy is cool, healthy is strong, and also healthy isn't hard. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, my mother, she used to get the frozen spinach, you know, spinach packets and heat it up. You know, she used to get the canned spinach and yeah. heat it up. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people talk about healthy, they immediately think it has to be fresh. It's more work. It's, it's more work. Yeah, it's absolutely. harder. It's more expensive. And yes, preferably, you know, you do want the freshest, the freshest that it can be. But, you know, just think about something being cryogenically frozen in the comic books. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Walt Disney. 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 Like Walt Dis
Nazis, right? It's an offshoot of Nazis. You know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's the comic version. It's the comic version, so it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, back, back to back to Popeye. You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, the, essentially, what I feel like is a myth. You know, the the myth that healthy eating is right. is expensive. Sure. It is. It is. I do feel like it's a myth, and really. It's all about keeping things in moderation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a there's a big thing that a lot of nutritionists talk about. They talk about the 80-20 rule. And I do feel like that is something that we can, you know, we, that we should take advantage of and that we should adhere to. Because if you focus on 80% of what you're eating to be healthy and maybe 20% being Whatever it is well, that you my, want to my have. My 20% takes place on recording. Nice. There you go. <laughs> Give or take a couple. Of I'm, looking at, I'm looking at your cup right now, and it looks to be about 100%. It's 100%. It's 100%. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Why did you say so? We got 17 minutes of same patty. But I mean, but I mean, really, it's all yeah, about. Yeah, the, yeah. To me, it's all about the eighty twenty rule. Yeah. You know, realizing that because the majority of people know what's healthy and what's unhealthy for them. Sure. Realizing that at those times where where you're about to eat something unhealthy, you take a step back and you think to yourself, "Did I have something that's unhealthy today? You yeah. know, is this the twenty percent that I want to? Is this how I want to spend that twenty percent? Or even if you're looking at looking at it long term throughout the week, sure. is this twenty percent that I want to do? You know, so. So really, that's where that 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 is my philosophy that I feel like a lot of people should adhere to, you know, especially to make sure, especially for children, you know, because we really want to make sure our kids grow up healthy and strong because obviously they are the future. So. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I was originally going to mention yeah. um, was what I that I really really loved in the beginning of the story because you talked about like jump starting this whole whole craze and just making sure that you're you're out to be the best person that you can be. The main character, Charles Chucky, mm-hmm. who we call Chunky. Um, didn't get this name because he was necessarily overweight. He got it because his sister couldn't say his his name, Chucky. Right. So she said Chunky. Chunky, right. So he owned it, and he, mm-hmm. he really liked it and whatever, and he, he, he ran with it. And, and the main message, even on the first page, is I would not let words hurt me. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool, because nowadays, I mean, you have Sticks and stones, motherfucker. I, uh, <laughs> I, I say mean stuff to Ari all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, but it I hurts. Know, you, it, you, it, it, you say vicious hurt. That's true. But like the, 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 the important part about that is, in a, in a day and age where you unfortunately see kids affected by social media and, yeah. and rumors and all that sort of stuff, like right. that first page in your book to say mm-hmm. like words don't hurt me mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah, because that's where it starts, right? Me calling you fat, me calling you chunky, whatever, right. like all that stuff. Right. That's the stuff that really gets to that person. Right. Um. And, and like you're somebody that that lost a lot of weight like in the last couple of years. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah. No. I mean, I I thought that this was something that's actually hit pretty close to home for me because, mm-hmm. especially coming up, like health was never something I, I ever considered. Like, I was always in sports. Like I always played soccer. I uh, actually for quite a bit while I was coming up, I was always in sports for high school. But mm-hmm. I never, like, I was. A, big eater like I loved food I ate whatever never had any kind of consideration for what I was intaking yeah. anything like that and because I was I was 
wildly, vastly overweight. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I think my freshman year of college, I, I sat down with a doctor once who was just like, listen, you have sleep apnea, hmm. you have high blood pressure, hmm. you're obese. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I've never seen a 20-year-old kid have a heart attack, but like, if I was going to, it'd be you. It'd be you. <laughs> That's wow. what he said to me, like, word for word. Wow. Like, well, a doctor just said this to me, so <laughs> right, right. probably like three seconds away from being literally dead. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, that was kind of the thing that, that kick-started me into, into getting in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really, just, just a, a huge part of that was... I was never massively into like working out. Like I was worked out in conjunction and in parallel with the sports I was playing, but I it was never like a huge like workout guy on my own. But it, a lot of it was just getting under control, like what I was eating, because that that's the thing that was very easy to control. Yeah, it's yeah. just like portion control, managing what you're you're bringing in. Right. So I I thought it was actually really cool to see it, and and the idea of trying to make it something that that you want to bring to the new generation and bring them up that way because it didn't hit me until I was 20 (laughs) years old and somebody told me I was on the brink of like possible slash right, like right, right, right. inevitable wow. death. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was about 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But what's, what's also really cool too is, is that he... He enlists his friends in sort of the fight. Right, right. You know, his and first yeah, friend Chip. That's just, the let's do this. That's the thing. That's the thing that I really wanted to convey in the book because uh, uh, you'd be surprised at how many people that are thin that have heart attacks, and it's because we give we give people that are thinner yeah. a pass. You oh, know, sure. where they where it's okay that they eat as much as they want. Yeah. We don't shame them the same. We don't shame them the same way we do. We would somebody who's overweight. When in reality, uh, a lot of times, you know, what's in, what's happening inside of our bodies, the food is affecting us the same way. Yeah. It's just that somebody's metabolism may be faster, and so it's not it's not displayed on the yeah. on the surface. Your cholesterol is still spiked. Your cholesterol, you may not put on exactly, the weight for it. exactly. Yeah. Sure. The heart that disease is still yeah. there. The cholesterol is still there. Everything is still there. Yeah. You know, but I mean, to your point, you know, it's very interesting hearing hearing your story, you know, hearing your story link and that that you were able to relate to the book, because I I noticed um, in my research that a lot of emphasis is being put on being active and not enough on what we're consuming. Yeah. Yeah. And and really, when it comes to when it comes to being active, my attitude is that we could do something as simple as taking a walk, you know, sure. really, really taking, you know, compare parents taking walks with their kids is a very simple activity that could really help them engage in active play. And of course, if, you know, if during that walk, the parents decide, you know what, let's go for a run. I'll chase you. Let's play tag. That's going to engage them as well. But really the, the biggest culprit in it all is the food. You know, uh, a lot of the food that we have are, you know, shown to be healthier than what they really are. And a lot of times, you know, the marketing is deceptive. I mean, I, I can give you guys a quick story. Obviously, I'm really into health and fitness and yeah. things like that, you know, promoting healthy eating and active play. And one day I was uh, sitting with my son and I realized he's, he's going to be five. I realized that I never had the conversation with him about not talking to strangers. Oh, wow. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and have this conversation right now. So I said to him, plain and simple, I'm like, dude, if somebody comes up to you and they say, here's a piece of candy, come with me, say no. 
don't take candy from a stranger. Basically, the basic That's simple solid thing. advice. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, That's at like five, real good candy. At five, he's never heard this before. Nah, it's celery. And, <laughs> and he was like, okay, okay. But the next thing he said is what blew me. He was like, well, what about fruit snacks? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what a gangster. Do like, not take candy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't but, take anything from a goddamn stranger. <laughs> the fact that it has fruit in the beginning makes him think that it's okay. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so really, it, it kind of took me back and it made me say, you know what? It, it, it's one of those things where it's like even even me being a parent who yeah. thinks that he's on top of it and trying to help his kid, you know, grow up healthy and strong. He still has questions. He still needs to learn yeah. things. And it's like he's read the book a million one times, but there's still questions out there that need yeah. to be answered. Well, stuff. listen, Andrew still needs to learn. Yeah. So yeah. I think what? You're going to be teaching him stuff until he's, what are you, 35? <laughs> yeah, roughly. <laughs> God. Yeah, physically. physically. <laughs> I, can I say something though? I thought you guys were gonna give me some some drama about the comic sans in the book. Oh, Andrew! Oh, 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 were, were you gonna? Our were you gonna? <laughs> well, we didn't say. I mean, I know a lot of a lot of people, like diehard oh, comic wow. fans. Their eyes start bleeding as soon as they see Comic Sans. It's just the Watchmen. Comic Sans is based off of the Watchmen. Yes, <laughs> we, we heard this. I'm about to get we lectured right now. <laughs> which, which is an all right comic. Oh, Jesus, oh, the door is right there. Listen, do not say all right because I literally have the. Watchmen yeah. sitting on my coffee table. At so home. do I. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, if you know me, you don't have one. Listen, <laughs> hold on, hold on. If you know me, if I say it's all right, that's pretty high praise. <laughs> well, that's kind. Well, I mean, that's the true. reason, one of the reasons why, because I actually debated that uh, with um, with the graphic designer because he was really pushing for it because. He's not, he's not as into comics as I am. Um, the illustrator's name is Jose Dominguez. Fantastic illustrator. He's a comic book fan like I am. Um, like, I mean, we have conversations about comic books all the time. But my graphic designer, he's he's more so like, you know, oh, comic books are cool. You know, and it, like we talk about it every once in a while, but he's not knee deep as, as far as, you know, the 90s. He's not concerned. in the trenches in the 90s. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So... So, you know, to him, it was just like, yeah, we'll just use Comic Sans. What's the big deal? And I was just like, it's got yeah, comic in the name. I was like, hell no. Some sort of blasphemer. <laughs> but the thing about it, I thought about what Stan Lee said that, you know, every comic book is somebody's Excelsior. first comic book. Yeah. yeah. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> he also said Excelsior. He also said but, Excelsior. <laughs> but yeah, every comic book is somebody's first comic book. Yep. And really, I am trying to introduce comic books to kids, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean, and, and and giving them a lesson in a way that's easily digestible because I wanted this book to appeal to kids as young as four and as old as twelve. Well, it appealed yeah. to me. Yeah, <laughs> I have the mind of a four-year-old. <laughs> so it's in the body of forty. Let's be generous. <laughs> but yeah, I really wanted it to. I really wanted to capture their imaginations because no, I, I really, I really love cool. what you did with it. Um, I think the idea of him seeing this as like a. A, a beast that he can fight. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And his mom, great. his mom emphasizes on that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, like this is the O beast. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like you guys, no, dummy. And then you have his sister Candy, who goes on in her own adventure in the Candy Conundrum. Yes, yes. Wait, what? A week ago. Yeah. Wait, what? The Candy Conundrum. Wait, what does that come out? Last week. What? Yeah, came out last week. Andrew's glasses are currently on. They are crooked. They're crooked. Hold on, I need to get the Candy Conundrum. You do. It's in our email. What? He sent us an advance. We oh, have, oh my yeah. god! 
<laughs> Wait, what? So everything yep. Joseph said about professionalism, just throw it out. Just throw it out there. Professionalism for the first twenty percent of the. So yeah, I'm currently reading the candy. Listen, I don't. I don't want to cut the conversation short. On I can talk about. I mean, don't you guys have post edit and stuff? I mean, yeah. But I post edit and it's very shot. Uh, oh my god, I, the candy converter is amazing. Uh, we, we've run quite a bit on the topic. Uh, Andrew's yeah. gonna derail next week one shot. Oh, okay. you we know, you know. A little bit of time. We gotta, we gotta cut a little bit of time out. Uh, I'd love to just hear if you want to give us just a quick teaser trailer okay. of what you're working on right yeah, now. Yeah, oh, plug, plug your stuff, man. Yeah. Okay, so current, we just released the Candy Conundrum uh, yeah, last I'm week. I'm right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last week, um, that book is all about focusing on oral and dental health. Yes. Um, it's focused on one of the characters in the book because each of the characters represent their personal vices. We have yeah. juice, we have chip, we have gums, Gum. and we have candy. And candy loves to eat candy, but what happens yeah, is that... <laughs> right, right, right. No You'll find out. Bro. I'll go with the couple strangers if they got the right kind of candy you know what I'm saying what happens is that her mother takes away all of her candy and so she decides to start hiding them and continues to eat them and one day she wakes up with a toothache and she doesn't want her mother to find out that she has a toothache because if her mother finds out she's going to take away all her candy but she has to figure out wow. how she's going to get her tooth fixed yeah. a conundrum if and you so will. it's a that conundrum a and so the book is awesome um, once again it has great illustration and of course a lesson at the end which is what we want to do you know the full yeah. house you know the full house yeah, family like matters thing cartoon. exactly yeah. it's a 90s cartoon you always have Captain America you always have to have the lesson at the Hail end. Hydra <laughs> <laughs> I mean Captain Planet Captain Planet that's, that's what I meant Captain Planet Hail Hydra still Hail Hydra right <laughs> But, so, um, but yeah, conundrums just come but out. Just come out. Do you have forward. something in the pipeline? What's Moving the pipeline? forward, what the, the next book. The next book is all about juice. Spoil it. The next book is all about juice and juice. focusing on drinking water. Is it called uh, the gin? character? Oh, is it called God. gin with the, juice? Gin and juice. I drink a shitload of water. <laughs> listen, listen, kids. I drink a fuck ton of water, right? And you oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That's not what it says. Listen, get Andrew in the So the book, is on, the book is focused on steroid use. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, God. Smokes. No, I'm just kidding. It's, all about, it's all about juice wanting to drink too much juice. I and I'm going to leave it there. I right. love water. Okay. Moving all the way forward, we oh, yeah. do have... A very comic book thing that we're doing where we're bringing all the characters together. Okay. Yeah! It's yeah. 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 one big book. The yeah. classic Avengers Spoiler. 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 Oh my god. The Obese is real. Oh! oh. oh. There you go. These books are going to come out in hard copies as well as digital copies. Yes, uh, yes. The we, Chunky well, and the have obese, a hard copy yes, right there. Chunky yeah. and the Obese is available in hard copy. The Candy Conundrum is currently is currently um, in a uh, Kindle version. The Kindle yep. version is out. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, we're looking at the sales. The sales are very strong. Thanks to a lot of people. We're hoping that you guys will we get will some more. Right. And yeah, well, once we're going to you're our only listeners. We're testing it out. The more sales we get, the sooner we will be able to do the the, the hard, hard copy. copy yeah, of the sure, for sure. Episode. I so we've, we've go out there and buy a copy it. of the Chunky and the Obeast. Yes. So uh, to the first listener to email us, hey, we got a free giveaway here. Boom! <laughs> wow. wow. And you know what? You know what? To sweeten the pot, I will sign the book. Oh, 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 oh,
up on eBay. Throw it up on eBay. Throw it up on eBay. As soon as Steven Spielberg calls me, as soon as Spielberg calls me or Ron Howard calls me, throw it up on eBay. This should be our new thing. We bring authors on. We we have them sign paraphernalia as a giveaway, and then we just keep it. We're about a hundred. We're about a hundred. Forty thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> yeah. So. Dibs on playing the obese in the Spielberg. Version. <laughs> I'm, the I'm the obese in the Spielberg version. But no, seriously, man. Thank yeah. you for coming. I really oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a pleasure. The website yeah, is yeah. chunkyandfriends.com. Yeah, uh, chunky and friends. That's exactly how it sounds. Yeah, um, right you there. Can follow us on Twitter, chunky the letter and friends. Um, on Instagram, we are chunky and friends, all written out. And yeah. um, I post a lot of pictures of my kids and also my adventures out there promoting awesome. and selling the book we would certainly cool. shout you yeah. out so you yeah. guys have all those resources yeah uh but thank you yeah thank you guys so much for having me on here it's really been a pleasure it's cool God. to talk about comic books with oh it sure is yeah, yeah. you know yeah. 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 you're the right couple of guys yeah, yeah. yeah. please believe please believe now that i have your contact information oh, yeah. if i hear <laughs> something that you guys are trying to remember yeah. i will send an oh, email i will send a you do not. I'm gonna give you guys a warning. Shit together. Do not do a live show because if you guys do a live show, I won't be listening. I won't be listening, and, I, and you guys might as well have me on the phone because I will be your fact checker. Yeah, yeah, we have to that. Hold us, hold us accountable. Keep us honest. Please don't hold us accountable. <laughs> the, the good news is we've already recorded it by the time you listen to it. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, thank, you, thank you guys so much for having me on here. It's really a pleasure being here. Take a step back. Let you guys do the one uh, shot. Which is oh, he knows. Yeah, one shot. This may be the fastest. This one we ever did. Which brings us to the next week one shots. Now we spent double the time on our special segment, so we can spend a little bit less time. <laughs> yeah, together. absolutely. Uh, Sorry. Oh, no, no, I apologize. It was a great special segment. I, I think that that's going to be easy because next week is going to deliver to us ooh, ooh, Emma Charlie, Frost Charlie, issue one, written by Charles. I literally Reed. punch you in the ribs. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> we'll pull the old Bane one two combo. Josh Whedon's Emma Frost oh, issue okay. one. Alright, well, you're getting a dick punch. Oh, <laughs> oh, gonna happen. Don't do that. Uh, so, next week, what began with a whisper ends in thunder! Oh! Oh! Yeah, we've all foregone all of our next week one shot picks. It is without a doubt. I took off from work all next week. <laughs> I can't possibly finish it. Unworthy Thor, number oh, five, concluding so the series. Nothing. Nothing has me more excited. No, I, that's that's true. Nothing. I, is there anything else coming out? I don't know, but I'm not gonna get it. Stories <laughs> <laughs> coming out. You heard it here first. Oh Church, my bro. god! Does he Lucy. get the hammer? Does he not get the hammer? And I can't what wait to see. I mean, happen? that's. I know you're an unhinged lunatic. <laughs> yeah, no I control of anything about himself. I right have now. no control. But that is the question. Yeah, he's faced off the end of the last comic. He's got his hand on the hammer. Does he pick it up? I vote. Don't we all? Is he worthy of this hammer? 
Vote now. Vote now. Dial number one. For <laughs> yes. Dial number two. That's not a thing. Look, last thing. time that happened that's in, that, in comic books, Jason Todd did not do very yeah, well. He did not. Okay. <laughs> I voted no. We're I voted kill it. Also, kill it. The original comic where they asked if Robin lives, they yeah. also killed Yeah, I, I was there. <laughs> I said kill it. Yeah. Yeah. I was the ground. I just heard the background orchestrating their demise. Andrew wasn't born yet. I voted four times for Andrew was 40 years old. Yeah, I was. I was there. I was there. I'm 87 years old. But that's our next week. One shot for next week. Worthy Thor, issue five. Next week, we might not even talk about anything but that issue because that's the end of Thor. It's going to be every single one of us. It's going to be our pig of the week. It's also going to be weekly winner. You're going to hear us talk about Unworthy Thor for 15 It turns out Michael was right. We're just going to get drunk and then we'll hold on. Emma was right. Emma was right. Emma said we're going to get drunk and talk about Thor? Oh, no, no, no. It was Emma Frost. Michael <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. now he's talking about a different Okay, okay. It's time to rein it in and let everyone drunkenly pass out on the couch or wherever. Or the floor. This that's a weird problem. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... Tura Lura Lura. What the... Happy St. Patty's Day. Oh, it is midnight. Oh. Which puts us... Uh, Top of the morning to <laughs> To say, uh... Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Thanks yeah. for getting the snakes out of Ireland, St. Patrick's finish your yeah. beer. <laughs> Screw snakes. I don't like them. Yeah. Get them off this plane. <laughs> I don't like snakes. Jesus. I don't like them at all. Andrew does not like snakes. We've come to find. I hate them. We like health. Not snakes. And alcohol. <laughs> not, well, they don't serve hand to hand. Not snakes. Well, listener, but I hate much. snakes. I mean, Joseph, who's sitting here. <laughs> so I don't know. This is maybe there's not a listener because I just assume that he's in the room. Right. There might be Sean.
I say to you, listener, you handsome bastard, thank you for joining us. I know it's been uniquely difficult to put up with Andrew tonight. Jesus, it has it ever. Last couple episodes. Uh, well, specifically this one. Yeah, Something about Brandy really, really cranks him to 11. <laughs> 11. You're, you're welcome, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the uh, count of three, we will wish you a happy St. Patty's Day in the only way we know how. I'll the greenest it. way possible. The greenest. greenest possible thing. Three, two, in, in brightest day, day was right. in blackest night, night no, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green Lantern's light. That is officially the geekiest thing I've done all week. Emma was right! <laughs> uh, you gotta ruin everything. Uh, death in humans! Death <laughs> in humans! Death in humans! Andrew's on mic saying he got Bane on his knees. Uh, death in humans! <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>